Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming. Me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So if you look at the life of John the Baptist, you will see he's saying that I, my ministry is a ministry of repentance. Indeed, I baptize you with water unto repentance. So he's saying that all of this, I want you to lead into repentance. But sometimes the enemy can use this to even cripple a believer when they are washed by the precious blood of Jesus and they are consistently under guilt and condemnation. I want to teach you how to hear God, how to walk with God, how to fly with God. And one of the foremost things that you have to be careful is that you do not give into the spirit of condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus, the Lord has broken that yoke of condemnation. You have to be careful that when you have already asked the Lord to forgive your sins, when you have truly repented from your heart and you walked away from a lifestyle of sin, and now long after you have walked away from it, the enemy keeps reminding you of your failure. I want to talk to the husbands in the house. I want to talk to the wives in the house. Don't remind your husband, your wife of their past failure. Because if you do, that is not you. That is the devil that is working through you. The enemy will not speak to you through a loudspeaker. It won't be like you're sitting in the kitchen and suddenly uh, through the ventilation uh, fan you hear a, a voice of the devil echoing. No, no, no. That is not how the devil talks. In fact, sometimes when the devil talks, he uses your own voice. It looks like it is your thought. It looks like what? It's your thought. It looks like it is you thinking. But if you can study your thought, you will realize that this thought is not based on the word of God. This thought is increasing my anxiety. This thought is making me doubt my spouse. This thought is making me get angry with my children. Therefore, this thought cannot be mine. This thought is from the enemy. And therefore, I cannot entertain it even for a minute. If you can learn to guard your thoughts and not remain in a perpetual condemnation of yourself, then you will be able to hear the voice of the Lord better. 90% of believers are being crippled by the enemy by false condemnation. False condemnation. Oh, I'm not a good wife. 
You see, I'm prophesying without speaking in tongues now. Oh, I'm not a good husband. Oh, I'm not a good mother. Oh, I'm not a good father. Oh, I am this. Oh, I am that. No. I want you to change your words and say I have received the grace of the Lord. I want you to believe this with all your heart that the failures of your past, the failures of your yesterday will not follow you in the mighty name of and to do that you have to change your mindset okay now if you hear the words of john john is standing as a man who is introducing jesus is introducing a new testament he's introducing a new dispensation he's introducing the messiah and he's saying i am not even worthy but here is where i disagree with john we are not like john we are washed by the precious blood of the lamb john somebody who saw jesus with his natural eyes yet he didn't have the privilege of being washed by the blood of jesus so what happens to somebody that is washed by the blood of jesus when we are washed by the blood of jesus there is a cloak that comes upon us that is the cloak of his righteousness righteousness now that don't be don't be scared of that big word it just means that god is giving you a right standing before god meaning god is looking at you and he's saying you are right god is looking at you and he's not looking at your past sins in fact when god forgives according to god he doesn't remember your sins anymore hear me carefully even when you remember your faults the lord says i don't because when the lord jesus is looking at you he sees that you're covered by the precious blood of jesus when the lord jesus sees you he sees his righteousness on you that righteousness is always his and that is upon me and i you and i we are going to carry his righteousness not because of my works not because of what you did but his righteousness that is coming upon us by what by grace amen grace means that you don't deserve it you are not worthy of it he is giving it to you because you desire it because you're standing in his presence he sees you and he gives it to you and now you have his righteousness so when the father in heaven looks down he does not see you who does he see <laughs> okay question one more time you got it right don't don't worry don't worry some of you are like really yeah because you're washed by the blood of the lamb jesus you're washed by what whose blood the lamb is jesus you're washed by whose blood 
the blood of jesus meaning when the father looks at you who does he see jesus say it louder jesus okay so second question if the father sees jesus i want to ask you the devil that is attacking you who do you think that the devil sees the devil sees jesus as well so now you must understand why it seems like you that which love god is being attacked by the devil more than your cousin who doesn't love god your cousin who is pubbing and partying and living whatever way he wants and you here you are you are faithful with your tithes you are faithful with your offerings you worship the lord like nobody else and you're thinking why am i attacked so much because the devil doesn't care about your cousin he's already in his hands but you when he looks at you he sees jesus when he looks at you he sees a threat when he looks at you he sees the lord who has the grace dominion the grace of dominion so the reason why many of you don't have great victory is because first and foremost you don't know why you are being attacked and because you are in denial of who you are and because you are in denial of whose you are you are unable to take authority over those attacks the way you are supposed to take authority over if that is the case every believer we must train hear me carefully don't miss this we must train our minds Amen. we must train our flesh we must train our spirits we must train our souls to function as jesus to see yourself the way god sees you and i feel this way i don't feel i don't feel loved i don't feel worthy oh i don't feel I, you have too many battles identity issues i want you to surrender your identity struggles at the feet of jesus and i say lord i take your cloak i am not going to be like john who encountered god who heard god and still ended up being jailed and losing his head and still doubting are you the messiah or should we wait for another no he is not a time for your pity party is not a time for you to play victim because the bible says you are more than a conqueror god sees you that way oh i am nobody i'm a humble child of jesus oh, stop it the devil loves all those things the devil oh i am nothing but a worm how about cockroach how about dust God has the permission to say whatever he wants to say because when he looks at you he says we are all dust. But then God looks at you and he declares you are more than conquerors 
Because you're washed in the precious blood of Jesus. Change your language. So what is the perspective we need to have? John, in his own limitation of revelations, he's saying, oh, I'm not worthy of even wearing his shoes. John, that's you. I'm sorry, brother. You had to die before you were washed by the blood of the Lamb. But me. But you. You're cloaked in Jesus. If I'm cloaked in Jesus, whose shoes am I wearing? John, I don't know. This is your revelation. You keep your revelation. But my revelation is different. So Paul said, by revelation I went up. Your revelation will determine how up you go. Your revelation is your elevation. Depending on how much you understand God in you, you will determine how further and how sharp and how you will go and how many victories you will have I want to believe that you shall have mighty victories so so whose shoes do I have the shoes that I have is not mine the shoes that I have is the Lord Jesus but here's the problem The problem is that many of us, we have not grown into that shoes. That is why the verse says, he said, I travail for you, my little children. He's calling them children. And he's saying, I'm travailing for you. A father is speaking over the children. He's saying, I'm travailing for you that Christ may be grown in you. Christ must grow in you you and the more Jesus grows in you the more you will fit into his shoes better so we have an assignment from the Lord Jesus our assignment from the Lord is that we grow into the full capacity until that shoes of Jesus fit us right just because you accept Jesus in your heart doesn't mean that you have arrived just because you got baptized in this church does not mean that it is over. That is just the first step. He's saying, now I am travailing. Meaning he's saying that I am wrestling. I am crying. I am interceding for you. I am praying for you. I am seeking God for you. So can you imagine? He's saying that Christ has to be formed. It's, he's using that word as if a child that is inside the womb is, is, is growing and the more every week, every month, the baby is fully formed. And he's saying, he's using that word and saying, I am travailing. He said, my little children for, for whom I am again in the anguish, anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. So some people think as soon as I say Jesus come into my heart, boom, magically everything is over. No. Christ has been formed in you. Every day, every week, you have to understand the word of God. You have to have encounters in the word of God. You have to have the verses jump out of your Bible. 
until the Christ in you is growing, 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 growing. You have to have the humility to empty yourself every week and say, God, what I know last week is not enough. Fill me fresh, brand new, one more time. Be hungry as just born infants. First Peter 2 verse 2, like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up in salvation. Meaning salvation, Jesus has already come into your heart, but Jesus needs to now what? Be fully formed. In order for Jesus to be fully formed, how can it happen? By this, you have to be like a newborn infant, not just an infant, just born infant. Just born infants are more demanding, but meaning you are so craving for the word of God. You're craving. Some of us, we can go weeks without going to church. Some of us, we drop into church and, and people are like, hello, what's your name? Like, oh, I'm a member of this church. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because we don't see you. You're very busy. You have so many things to do. It is important. God is saying, Jesus in you must grow. You can't keep allowing the devil flog you every week. You can't keep calling the church office and say, okay, which pastor can pray for me? Why? Let us help you make Jesus in you grow so you don't need to keep calling the pastor. You can say, the grace of God that is on me from the house that I serve Jesus is upon me. That anointing that is on the house is also my anointing. That grace is also my grace. Demons can look and smell and see how much of Christ is grown in you. How much of what? Yeah, he's like, hey, this is a baby Christian. Christ is not fully formed. So Christ in you can be, hear me carefully, Christ in you can be limited by you. Christ is not limited. But Christ in you can be limited by you. How much of Christ is released from you can be limited because you're still doubting. Because you're still not sure. Because you still don't know how to pray. He's still going to say, oh God, oh pretty please, oh. You're still pleading, you're still begging, you still don't know who you are. You still don't have the authority of who you are. You still don't have the confidence that you are a child of God. You still don't have the confidence that you're forgiven. You are still beating yourself up for what happened 10 years ago. You still, everybody has moved on, but you have not moved on. Some of you, you've even forgiven people around you. But you've not forgiven yourself. The Lord is saying, time for Jesus to be fully grown in. When Christ is fully grown, as Christ grows in you, the more he grows in you, more he's fully formed in you, As you grow up in the salvation, certain demons that understand ranking, please hear me carefully, ranking. In the demonic world, there are ranks. In the demonic world, there are principalities. 
In demonic world, there are some demons that don't obey anybody else. There are some demons that requires Gabriel and Michael to come both help each other in order for them to have victory. Some demons, there are different rankings in demon in, 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 in the kingdom of darkness. But here's what I want you to say. The more Christ in you is fully formed. The more Christ is fully formed, more you become comfortable wearing his shoes. Demons want to know how much you've grown. They want to, they respect the rankings in the spirit realm. Some of you, he says, ah, been in the church for 20 years, but this one, this one has no fire. This one, this one is as cold as the winter colds. The devil is not afraid. What the devil is afraid of, a believer that is on fire. Mm-hmm.